Hi everyone, welcome back. Um, I am amazed that this is happening right now. I had to, I tried to record an episode last week, but to be honest, I was A, in like a really depressive place. That full moon just, it it got me. It hit me really hard. Um, and, you know, just life in general. I have been in this phase recently of just like releasing so much that I thought I had released and then I actually had more work to do. But, you know, healing is not linear. It is a journey. And there's a lot of times that you think that you've dealt with something and you're like, all right, it's done. I'm good. I'm moving on. And (laughs) it's not how it works. Um, But, you know, that's, that's why we're here. That's why we're existing to, you know, heal the things that have happened to us and become better humans that can heal other humans. Or maybe that's just me and what I'm here to do. But I don't know. I think that anytime that you work on yourself, it makes a better impact on not just the people in your circle, but the world. It brings up the collective energy and it just feels better. It feels better when you can be aware of your triggers and know the best way to deal with them. Um, anyway, this is <laughs> not really what we're delving into today. Um, my dog is currently in my room on my bed where she's not supposed to be. Tala, get down. You're not supposed to be up there. Get down. <laughs> I let her in here for this because, thank you, ma'am, because I thought that she would be quieter in here than out there just whining to come in and guys I have so many like noise things working against me so if any of those pop up please just just tune it out um because I last week had to like get this 20 foot ladder to change my fire alarm because it kept chirping I finally got that done so that I could record today and then of course my lawn guy is here and he's got a weed whacker and a lawnmower and it's like really loud outside and then my dog is being high maintenance um love you so much but if you hear anything in the background just just ignore it because I'm not going to re-record this so I kind of touched on you know how I was like releasing a lot. There's been a lot of situations recently that just personally for me have been really, really hard to navigate. I've been doing this healing work a long time. I've been in therapy since I was like seven years old. I've done, you know, body healing. I've done Reiki sessions. I've done trauma release sessions in both the mind and the body. Like I have done so much to work on releasing everything that's happened to me so that I don't project that onto other people so that I don't you know hurt other people that happen to come into my path that I have relationships with like I I do not want to be a person that perpetuates cycles and oftentimes that makes you so just grossly consciously aware of everything it it can be overwhelming at times and one of the realizations I've had recently is that when I have met people in a space where a part of me hadn't dealt with something, where I just buried it down and I'd overlooked it and I'd told myself that it was fine to have these relationships, I 
I accepted a lot of disrespect. I accepted a lot of being treated in ways that I didn't deserve. And now it's kind of like undoing all of those things. It's I'm in a process currently where I'm recognizing that I was treated so poorly in so many relationships because I allowed it. I carried the energy of this like almost martyr who's just like, yeah, you can totally just, you know, use me for whatever emotional validation or whatever needs you have. And, and I am fine with that because that's what I grew up with. That's what I know is being the emotional dumping ground for somebody. And it doesn't come from a bad place. Like it's not all negative. It comes from a space of genuinely caring about people. Like I really, really love people. And for me, one of the biggest challenges has been to set boundaries where I'm actually honored and respected and I'm not mistreated or taken for granted or walked on. And like that has been challenging for me. And in the past, I kind of put up this defense mechanism of this like avoidant attachment style where, you know, if I feel like I'm being mistreated or taken for granted, instead of dealing with it and setting a boundary and saying like, hey, if you are going to take space in my life, you're not going to treat me that way. You do not deserve access to me or my energy or any of the things that I have to offer if you are going to act this way. Instead of doing that, I would stonewall and just like go avoidant and cut people off. And there are some people where you absolutely need to do that. There's some people that are so unhealthy and toxic and there's just, there's no, there's nothing you can do for them. Like they need to come to these realizations on their own and work on their own. You cannot, you can't do the work for people. They have to do it for themselves. And there's going to be a lot of people that you're not aligned with that they have to realize that on their own. And if you need to cut those people off, then absolutely do it. There are people that I have cut off completely that I have zero regrets doing that because that was absolutely the right thing to do. And my avoidant attachment style made that very easy. (laughs) But there are other people where, you know, maybe you can't cut them off. Maybe you have to be in contact with them. Maybe there's a situation in your life where it's like a family member or like a friend within your friendship circle or a coworker or a or boss or whoever that you kind of have to be in that space with. It is so important to set those boundaries, especially if you are someone who has a more empathetic heart. Um, it can go into this gray area of like being an empath, like everyone wants to claim they're an empath. <laughs> And that's not a bad thing, but be careful that you're not actually just people pleasing for a a need for validation because, you know, I think we all do that at some point in our lives. We all kind of fall into that like people pleasing mentality, but where it gets you in troubles when you say that you're doing that because you're an empath and that you feel people's feelings. And the honestly, the truth is, if you are a true empath, if you are that connected to what other people are feeling and connected to the energy um, 
with someone or with a collective, like you need to set even more boundaries. You need to set such strong standards of how you will be treated, how you will be talked to, how your time will be held with actual like care and respect and how you will be talked to and how you will be looked at. Because the truth is people treat you how you let them. And that was like, that made me so angry the first time I heard that because I felt like I had always been so kind to people, so good to people. I felt like I had, I I was in so many situations where, you know, I come in just fully open, open heart, open energy. And I'm just like, yeah, go ahead. Let's be friends. Let's do this. And then I would be treated badly and I would be so upset because I kept selecting people, A, that like relived my childhood wound of having to take care of everyone, emotionally especially. But then it was also this place of, I thought that everyone had the same intentions that I did. And that's something I'm still to this day working on. I am still working on the mentality that like not everyone has the same heart as you. Not everyone has the same intentions as you. That is the situation where it is especially important to set these boundaries. And boundaries, most people think that you are an asshole or like you're a jerk if you set boundaries. And I actually have come to the realization that boundaries are, it's one of the most loving things you can do for yourself and that person. And it takes so much pressure off of you because when you feel that someone is taking advantage of you or someone is disrespecting you and you set whatever boundary you need to set, if it's honoring your time, if it's um, honoring your emotional capacity, if it is, you know, calling them out for not treating you the way that you deserve to be treated, then you are putting the ball in their court. You're saying, hey, this is where I stand. This is what my boundary is. This is what I need. I'm telling you, if you actually care about me, I'm giving you a blueprint for how to love me better and how to honor me better. And if they choose to abuse that or they choose to not honor it or not respect it then you can see where their actual intentions are because i know every single time that i have set a boundary with somebody and they have honored and respected it um there have been certain conversations that you know i've had with people where they've wanted to talk to me about something that is really hard that they're going through but i have just so much on my mind and on my heart and my emotions, like my mental capacity is at zero for someone else's stuff. And that's not a bad thing. It just means at that moment, I'm not in the space where I can receive it. And you do not need to, you don't need to drop everything and be everything for everyone all the time. That is so unkind to yourself and to them. It is more kind to yourself and that person if you say, listen, I really, I care about what you're going through. I want to hear you. I want to be here for you. But 
at this present time, I don't have the capacity for this conversation. I can't, I can't be here for you in this right now, but I would love to, you know, reach out to you when, when I feel like I have a better handle on my own situations and we can connect then we can talk all about it then because I do want to hear you. If you speak your boundaries in love, but set a firm standard, there is there's only one thing that people can do. If they care about you and they honor you and respect you, they will respect that boundary. And if they don't feel that way, if they are just using you for emotional validation or to be a scapegoat or a dumping ground, then you're going to know really quickly. By setting those boundaries, you are helping people love you better. And I used to think I was taught like a lot of people that, you know, not just being there for everyone's beck and call that you care about is, is, is selfish and that you need to self-sacrifice for the people you love. And maybe not everyone has that experience. Maybe y'all had a better relationship model than I did growing up, but that honestly is why I found myself in so many relationships and friendships and and partnerships where I ended up feeling like I was getting the shit end of the stick. Like I was the one who was constantly there for them. But then when I had needs, when I needed someone to step up for me, they wouldn't do it. And it's because I became the emotional dumping ground for so many people. And I just got so overwhelmed and so fed up that I was like, I, I was done with it. I, I started setting certain boundaries with people and the ones who respected it, I kept in my life. And the ones who didn't, I don't talk to anymore. I don't have relationships with them. And I think people overcomplicate it a lot more than it needs to be because they think like there's this misconception that well if it's family you know that that's different you don't get that dude family all of it is all relationships it all comes back to relationships and when you honor a relationship with yourself first where you're honoring your energy you're honoring your time you're honoring what you have the capacity for you're honoring the need for balance of your own time and time with the people you love your own space and your self-love and the love that you give others and that makes for such a better overall lifestyle it makes for so much more happiness when you can say like hey I really love you you are important to me but I need this thing to stop there's a lot of people that have had to do it in a a, a political sense with their families like I don't know what to do my you know my family believes this thing and it totally contradicts with what I believe um most times it is their family is really really conservative and they are not and their family will not respect their wishes that politics or um culture not be talked about and that's where like I saw this one girl 
she was like, my family is super, super conservative, right wing. We have this family group chat. I do not agree with any of their stances. And I don't know what to do. I've asked them to not talk about these things in our family group chat because it just makes me very upset. I don't post any of my beliefs in there and they don't agree with me. And I wrote to her and I was like, dude, all you have to do is just say, listen, I love you guys. I love this means of us all staying connected. But I have asked multiple times for these things that divide us to not be discussed in here. And my wishes are not being respected. And if that is going to be the case, I'm going to remove myself from this group chat. And I will see you, you know, at the next family function where I hope that these things can be left aside so we can actually enjoy each other's company. There is nothing wrong with stepping up and saying, this is something I don't agree with. No matter of who it is, it can be your family, your spouse, your best friend, your, your sister, your cousin, whoever it is, they need to know what your standards are and how to treat you accordingly. And if they don't respect that, then that's on them and you can move accordingly. And yes, sometimes you're going to have to cut people off and it sucks. It sucks so much. It's always painful no matter what the relationship dynamic is. When you have a relationship you've built with somebody or when you've spent a lot of time with someone, you've invested years and experiences and highs and lows, it's painful to to say these things, to say if you're not going to honor and respect me, I can't have you in my life. But speaking from experience, it's so worth the hump of going through that letting go process. It's so worth actually having people in your life that do honor and respect you than having people who constantly make you feel like your needs are not important. And it doesn't always have to be this dramatic cutoff thing. I mean, you know, you already know what you need to do with certain people. You already know where the standards need to be set and where the boundaries need to be put in place. Who can honor and respect you and who doesn't have a place in your life? But then there's the the other side of it where, you know, maybe you just take distance. Maybe you have people that you don't necessarily share absolutely everything with you just create that space where you can still have a relationship with them but it doesn't need to be where they have access to all of you you choose how much access you give to people you can give all of yourself you can give parts of yourself or none of yourself but you always have the choice of how much you give of yourself to somebody you always have the choice who gets to have space in your life I think people think that because there's these bonds and these long-term relationships that they need to put up with stuff that doesn't honor them, that doesn't make them feel good, that doesn't respect who they are and where they're at in life and how much they've grown and how much they've worked on. And the truth is you get a say on literally everyone who has a place in your life. You do. I know it can be tricky for some people. Like I, there are people that because of my daughters, I have to keep in contact with that I would prefer to not talk to ever. And that is where I, I <laughs> have set so many boundaries there that are consistently overlooked. But 
in that case, you know, I, I just stand firm in my ground and I say, listen, I'm, I'm, I have to handle this situation this way. Um, if you don't respect it, I will not be replying. And then the situation is not respected. And then I stop replying. It's not easy, but it's simple. It's very simple. It's your life. You decide who has access to you. You decide how much access they have. And you decide what is actually necessary for the people that are going to hold space. And once you learn how to master this, it really taps you back into yourself more. It really connects you to yourself more. It connects you to what are my needs? What are my actual needs? What can I communicate? And it's going to translate to every single area of your life. It's going to show up everywhere in your job, in your friendships, in your relationship. Once you start doing this with people and once you say, hey, listen, this is what I need from you. Are you able to do that? Then you will start to really get to know yourself on a deeper level. At first, it can feel really uncomfortable, especially if you're not used to doing it, or especially if you're used to doing it in a way where you get pushed to the edge and then you just explode, um, as was my case. (laughs) If you are, if this is foreign to you, if this practice of setting healthy boundaries is foreign to you, it's going to feel weird at first. It's going to feel like you're questioning yourself and you're wondering if you're doing the right thing. And I think typically there's there's two types of people who kind of fall into this. Either it's the ones who were a lot like me where you don't really set boundaries. You let people take advantage of you and you do it because you love and care about them. But ultimately it ends up sacrificing you, your needs, your wants, what's healthy for you. Or there's the people who are so stubborn and bullheaded that you can't, you don't even think like they like you. Like you're sitting there like, why do we even have a dynamic? You will not bend or hear me on anything. You think that your way is the only way. And that's not what this is about. It is not about saying, I'm right about everything. You are wrong. This is your consequence. It is so far the opposite of that. I think that's why so many people think that boundaries are unkind or they're harsh. It's because they don't they don't have healthy examples of what it actually looks like to set boundaries versus just being an asshole. Like it's it's true. It, I met and encountered so many people who it's almost like they they never had the practice of standing up for themselves. So they just started being mean and then thought that that was the way. Like, this is it. This is me standing up for myself. And this is me um, enforcing something. And it's like, dude, you can't just bulldoze over people and be a dick and think that you're going to have healthy relationships. There's a middle ground where you advocate for yourself and you say, this is what I need, but I'm letting you know this because I love you and I want to be there for you. I want to see you. I want to have a relationship with you. When you do the opposite, when you are when you are just saying that it's your way or the highway and like fuck everyone else, then 
that is communicating that you don't care about them, that you don't care about the relationship, you don't care about their needs. There is a healthy balance to this. There is a way you can advocate for yourself without being an asshole. You don't need to be so brazen and hard. There's so many people who have, like, I honestly think a lot of it comes from not being able to do it in the past. I think if you grew up in a home, it's it's almost like the example of the the two sons that grew up with an alcoholic father. And one of the sons goes on to be totally sober, never touches a drop of alcohol, like will not bend on that. And then the other one becomes a full-blown alcoholic. It's all about what your example is, but also how you choose to respond to it. And a lot of these responses are subconscious. A lot of them are just at those early impressionable ages from zero to seven, where your subconscious is being formed. And if you don't have healthy relationship standards or healthy examples of just being a decent human being, you know, it's hard to untrain that and rewire that subconscious so many years later. And that's why you see people, if they grew up not seeing healthy boundaries exemplified within families, either they go to the people-pleasing side or they go to being a total and complete asshole who doesn't know how to have just like basic healthy relationships. And the good news about all of this, both of these types, is that there is a very simple way to undo it. You have to just look at, you know, the people you have in your life. Do you care about them? Do you love them? Do you want to see them happy and successful? Do you want to have a positive, healthy relationship with them? If you don't, if if all of those things are off the table, then why are they in your life at all? Like, why are you keeping that dynamic in the first place? But if you do, if all of those things apply and you're saying that you want to have these relationships and you want to keep them around, there's just strain in the communication or there's this strain because you've never voiced this issue or maybe every time you try to talk about an issue, it goes south because one or both of you reacts. If you decide that you are going to set the standard of being the one who handles this in a way where you speak to them with love and care and respect and appreciation while also saying, this is what I need, then watch how the relationship changes. Watch and see if it's something that you can influence. A lot of people (laughs) won't try this because they are, people are so afraid of looking weak. I don't get that. I mean, I, I get it in the sense that I lived it, but Uh, There's so many people who are afraid to just like say sorry about things that they've messed up on or be the first person to apologize when there's a misunderstanding or an argument. And it, it baffles me because like, it's almost like you care more about your own self image than the relationships that you have. But I will say this from from my complete and total vulnerable experience, when I had a really positive self-image, well, now, <laughs> before when I didn't have 
a very positive self-image before when I relied on everyone else's validation and wanting and liking and needing me to feel like I was a worthy person, I would never be the one to apologize. I would always have to get the last word in because I had to be right. And it was through that experience, through seeing that like, oh, I can't be wrong. Why can I not be wrong? Because sometimes I am wrong. I'm wrong a lot. I'm always learning and growing. And a lot of times I'm right, but a lot of times I'm wrong <laughs> to this day. Um, my boyfriend will tell you that that I, I am wrong about some things. He loves it. Oh my God. He and I are both like really hard-headed and stubborn. And there have been times where I have not wanted to bend and then he's like, I'm right about this. And then I see that he is and I tell him I was wrong and he loves it. But, you know, um, God. Anyway, I forgot what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> I have ADHD brain. Why do I have a podcast? <laughs> It's either the best thing in the world or it's totally awful because <laughs> I will go on rants and then when I'm done, I'm like, oh my God, what what was I even talking about? What was the first part of that? Or I will completely lose my train of thought and then um, forget absolutely everything. But we're just, you know, we're going to roll with it. That's what we do over here. We just roll with the punches because there's a lot of them. But <clears throat> take inventory. Take inventory of what you have in your life, who you have in your life, how you feel about yourself, because that's where most of this stems from. That's why I started this whole thing. That's why I started podcasting, because I was someone who felt so low about myself and did all of this work to not feel low about myself. And now I feel great about myself and I want to just like scream it from the mountaintops, all of the little things that I have done to get this way. So there you go. Backstory. Um, but See how you feel. See how you feel about yourself. See how you feel about the people in your life. See, ooh, this is a good one. Oh my God, I can't believe I waited this long to share this. This, okay. See how you feel around people. I had so many friendships and relationships with many, many, many different people in my life. Like, I'm talking um, friends, family, colleagues, uh, boyfriends, whoever, where as soon as I got around them, I felt so uncomfortable. Like I felt like I was, um, I couldn't be myself. I had to put on an act or I had to shut down. And th that seeing how you feel around people. The second you get into someone's presence, do you feel like yourself? Do you feel like you are being you? Do you feel like you have to change and be a chameleon? I mean, listen, obviously if you're somebody who likes to throw curse words around um, and you're giving a presentation in front of your boss, like maybe, maybe yes, adapt for the appropriate situations. But I'm talking about how you act around the people you are supposed to feel comfortable with. 
Do you change what you say, how you hold yourself, your posture, the the things that you, the comments you make, the topics you talk about? How do you feel? How do you feel when you're around them? I had, um, I, this is for my more spiritual people. I wear an evil eye necklace every single day. I've worn it every day for years. And I have noticed around certain people that I am not comfortable with, that I don't feel good around, my necklace will tangle. It is so, I I didn't realize it until I saw this, like, this spiritual guru like talking about the evil eye and how a lot of people are evil eye jewelry and my I was like oh my god around this specific person my necklace tangles up almost every time and then I noticed it in certain environments when I'm in like more of a of a crowd of people my necklace will tangle and I'm sure there's Listen, I don't really give a fuck if you think there's other factors in it. I can be rolling around, sleeping in bed, working out. It will not get tangled. And then when I'm just sitting in a room with certain people, it gets tangled. It's very, very indicative. Also, if you want to ever get any evil eye jewelry, I am a huge advocate for that. I think it works really, really well. Call me crazy. I don't care. Um, But see how you feel. See if you relax and go into a state of being and a state of flow and a state of actually feeling like you. Or if you shut down, close off, change your personality, get uncomfortable. You you can tell. You can tell when you are not being yourself around someone. You can tell when somebody doesn't make you feel like your best self. And they don't even have to say anything. It can just be that they are giving you bad vibes. They are giving you some kind of negative energy. Your body will read everything before any words come out. Your body is constantly communicating with you. So see what your body language is like. See how you feel. All of these things factor into how to behave around people. Like there's certain people that you are probably going to need to be around and that's why you can set these boundaries of I don't feel comfortable around this person. Every time they're around, I cross my arms, I shift my body weight, I shut down, I don't look them in the eye. And that's where you can say, okay, because I know that there's something about them that my soul, my spirit does not agree with. I'm going to decide how much access I give them to me. I'm going to decide if I'm going to share confidential things with them. I'm going to decide if they are someone that I feel like should have access to my vulnerable parts. I personally am not giving anyone access to certain parts of me that I know will be used against me. There are specific people that I keep a very tight lip with because I know that there are certain things that I cannot share with them out of them using it against me in a negative way or even wishing bad things happen to something that I'm excited about. Keep your mouth shut sometimes about the positive things you have going on. I have been in a relationship for um, the better part of 
roughly nine months now, we've spent pretty much every day together. Like there has not been a single day other than maybe one or two here or there that we have not seen each other. And I just recently went more public with it. I mean, you know, people aren't stupid. Like people on Instagram are like, oh, who are you traveling with? And I, you know, kept it pretty tight. But nobody other than like very close friends of mine even got to meet him until I felt like he and I had established a relationship because I just didn't want anyone to have access. I didn't want anyone's opinions. I didn't want anyone throwing me shade. I didn't want anyone casting me an evil eye. I didn't want any of that. I wanted to build something with him where it was just us. There were no one else's opinions. Like nobody, guys, no one knew that we were together for such a long time. He didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone. We agreed that like we just wanted to to let this be what it was going to be. We wanted to figure out each other first. We wanted to establish a solid foundation and like actually build something together, just the two of us without any outside perspective or opinions, without anyone talking about it or um, speculating or anything like that. And then once we felt like we both were at this place where we wanted to talk openly about it, that was when we did. And then that transferred to, you know, friends and, and social media and just being more open with what we have. Um, but that took like a while. <laughs> it took, especially in this day and age where people are doing like soft reveals, like two, three weeks in. And listen, if that's, if that's your style, go all the way off. I love to see it. I love to see everyone in happy relationships. Like it brings me joy when people are actually really happy in relationships. I love it because I know what the opposite of that is like. But I just felt like I wanted to keep these things private from people that I knew didn't have my best interests. And he and I will talk about it. We will talk about like specific people where we're like, oh yeah, they're just like waiting for us to break up. They're just waiting for something to happen and it's not going to happen and we'll laugh about it together. But if that had happened like, you know, a month or two in, there would be some pause there. There would be some like, well, I don't know. Are we going to break up? Is something going to happen? I don't know. It's so new. And now that I feel like we, we know each other so well, we know each other at such a level, you know, it's different. It's different. We feel very solid and, um, it's, it's cool. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Guys, just like, I, I don't, honestly, I, I don't feel like tying that back in and talking about boundaries again. I think you get it. I think you get, I don't need to end on some like ethereal, sweet, sentimentally view in. Oh, well, okay. Here's what I'll say. Honestly, one of the best things you can do is be the authority in your own life. Be the one who decides how everything goes in every single moment of your life. Who the people are, how much access they have to you, how you choose to approach them, what you choose to say, and all of it can be done 
out of love for yourself and others. It doesn't need to be so intense and so mean or condescending. Just approach all of this from a place of a deeper love for yourself and a deeper love for those around you and see what happens. See if this changes things. See if it helps improve your relationships when you can speak freely about what you need from a place of, I value you, so that's why I need to set this boundary. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I will um, I will talk to you next week now that all of the crazy loud sounds that were existing in my house are, are pretty null at this point. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. I will talk to you soon. Please reach out to me if this episode resonated. Share it. I I hate the whole I like, share, subscribe, follow thing, but you know, it always helps. If this helped you or you think it's going to help someone else, please do share it purely because I I want to help people. I want people to hear this stuff. If it helps them, that's all I want. But thank you so much. I will talk to you soon. And I hope you have the most wonderful, blissful, abundant week.